Welcome to Renovation Secrets, Episode 5. I apologize for the long gap since our last episode. There's been a lot of things going on and many challenges to face as we maneuver through this global pandemic. I'm your host, Natalia Pierce, and I'm so glad to be back in your listening space. So glad we have finally found the right music. It's been such a long haul and it's been a little bit of an unconventional story of how we came across this amazing sound. I want to share this experience because if you're an artist you can totally appreciate the challenges you face to build an audience. I'm a huge follower of Gary V or if you're not familiar Gary Vaynerchuk. If you don't know him and are in business he's a must follow. Anyway Gary created a post on Instagram that encouraged everyone of his followers to reach out, share who you are, what you do, where you're from, and then spend some time connecting with the others who had done the same and comment on the post. It was here that I found Brad Hill of Hill Music. Over several days, we chatted through Instagram. He sent links and clips and a bunch of his work. And after figuring out kind of the sound I was looking for, he sent me three clips by email. That was more the style. And from there, we found a piece that you just heard. Super exciting. It has been such a long journey to find the right music. I've gone through site after site and listened to track after track. I hope you like it. And honestly, if you don't, you better come up with something better because as far as I'm concerned, my search is over. The last several months have been so full of activity, including new certifications, new projects, and many learning and growing opportunities. The fall began with working on uh, a new certification through the National Kitchen and Bath Association and the many, 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 many hours of putting together the drawings and documents for that. Super excited to receive my results and it should be any second now as it's been since November when I submitted all the final documents. With so many conferences and trade shows shifting into a virtual platform, the experience has been a little different. Cedia was the first of all the virtual conferences to take place in September. It was a little more of a challenge to feel connected and participate in the various workshops. Exploring the vendors just didn't seem quite the same and ran into a few technical difficulties when trying to take one of the classes. So again, a little bit of a learning curve involved. The next major event was uh, being part of the very first ever Livable Environment Conference that went live in October last year. This was a completely virtual event, and yet it felt so interactive, almost more so than in-person conferences. Maybe it's because of the effort that we had to make to make that connection. But was one of the most impactful elements of the conference was the collection of so many like-minded people in one place. As I've explained a few times, I started my journey of discovery in the fall of 2019 after attending my very first CEDIA conference in Denver. For those of you not familiar with the acronym CEDIA, it stands for Custom Electronics Design and Installation Association. The whole experience was so mind-blowing and was the introduction to terms like biophilia, circadian rhythm, and the connection between design and neuroscience, 
I felt the holistic elements of my designs now had a definition, a deeper purpose, and almost scientific validation. For me, the Livable Environment Conference was a, was a further extension to this learning path. Seeing how other sectors and even countries are embracing the value and importance of adding wellness into our built environment. And it's not just a passing fancy anymore, but more of a necessity improving our health and well-being within our homes and our, our everyday environments. There's some really shocking statistics out there that are coming out about the, the air we breathe in our homes. And it's often indicated that it's two to five times more toxic than the air outside. And it makes you think, how on earth is this even possible? But some of the things that influence our air quality are proper ventilation in damp areas, maintaining our furnaces and fireplaces and other fuel burning appliances. Managing moisture is another big influencer. Mold and mildew can have extremely harmful health implications and are the primary cause of sick building syndrome. The products that we use in our homes also have significant influence, like cleaning products. Have you ever sprayed the shower cleaner in the bathroom and then gasp and choke and have to leave the room for a few minutes in order for it to settle? That's what I'm talking about. Paint and storage of paints and solvents and sometimes even those new materials that you unwrap and you get that overwhelming odor. Textiles and furniture many of which give off VOCs or volatile organic compounds that we breathe. Even a car idling in our garage can release harmful benzene levels that become elevated in our homes and make our homes unhealthy. There are so many influencing factors that we need to be aware of. One resource I found came out of a webinar I attended through UCLA. It seemed to take a lot of webinars lately. Offer a free analysis of our home. And it's called haywardscore.com. So you can go to haywardscore.com. And this website will take you through a series of simple questions to assess the health of your home. Bill Hayward is the creator and founder of Hayward Score. And after a very personal experience with sick building syndrome in one of his own homes. His personal story was so compelling and it actually brought him to create this whole process. But I digress. During one of the Livable Environment Conference sessions, I was honored to be moderating, the presenter shared an astounding piece of information. The design and construction industry has more impact on our health and well-being than the entire medical community. Let me repeat that. The design and construction industry has more impact on the health and well-being of our clients than the entire medical community. And there's some pretty strong scientific facts that, that support this. This statement really resonated with me. It gave me more fuel and motivation to keep trudging through the endless research for my wellness and design book and continue studying for the WellAP certification. As a designer, I feel an incredible responsibility when my clients look to me for design improvements in their home. 
it is my responsibility to have that hard conversation with the electrician who is set in his lighting choices to install fixtures that don't provide optimal lighting quality, to ensure that the cabinet manufacturers I'm working with are using low VOC products and are recycling off-cut material in a responsible manner, and even more. I'm not advocate, if I'm not advocating for my clients, am I really doing the best I can? If members of the renovation industry don't shoulder the responsibility, who will? This is why major programs initially created only for commercial spaces, like LEED, have developed and modified their criteria to suit the residential environment. The International Well Building Institute is also in the process of developing a residential track too, and same for the Rick Hansen Accessibility Foundation. Healthy spaces are no longer designated to just commercial buildings, and we have spent, as we've spent a great deal more time at home in the past year, isn't it time we take a deeper look in how our homes become healthier too? My research has uncovered a few different programs of new home builds and new home designs being built to include better accessibility, but I think we need to take it even further. These programs are only focusing on the aspects of universal design and are missing vital design elements of improving lighting or better air quality and better water quality. They're only talking about making it more wheelchair or accessible for somebody who's aging. What about living? It's time we, we start designing homes for a more of a living in place focus than just thinking about disabilities. It's long overdue for the construction industry to take the lead in this expansion by diving deeper into knowing products and suppliers that provide and support elements of wellness as well as accessibility, keeping up to date with the advancements in technology and learning about new installation methods methods that are not just better for the environment but better for the people that are installing them and our homeowners that use the finished space. All of these parts matter, never mind the impact of our industry has on the environment, but that's a whole separate episode. I must say, by the end of the Livable Environment Conference, it left me feeling much more connected to my wellness mission than ever. Sometimes it's tough breaking into new territory, but to be honest, Often it's not my clients that are asking for things to make their homes healthier, but when I bring it up, they embrace the thought and the ideas. I don't feel that people want to think about their homes as being unhealthy or contributing to their lack of wellness. Truth be told, often our homes are a major factor to our health, and I will dive into this more in the coming episodes. As I mentioned, I've been doing a lot of learning and studying. And sometimes I get tired of the textbook stuff and the well AP exam is rather overwhelming and has a lot of material to study. So over the holidays, I invested in Masterclass, which is an online collection of presentations by experts and often famous experts in their field. I have to say the first class I took was The Science of Better Sleep by Dr. Matthew Walker. We all know that sleep is important, but do you really understand how important it truly is. I was so shocked to learn about the vital chemical processes in our bodies and brain that our bodies undergo during sleep and have such a significant impact on our health, well-being, cognitive function, and emotional health. 
Without these critical functions, we open ourselves up to an increased risk of illness, lack of memory retention, higher risk of getting certain cancers, and even Alzheimer's. The power of sleep is quite seriously the cure for almost everything, but don't take my word for it. Matthew Walker's book, Why We Sleep, is available anywhere you buy your books and even in an audio version. Or you can always sign up for your own Masterclass membership. And just so you know, I haven't been paid in any way, shape, or form to promote this. But I always am on the quest to learn more things and expand the understanding and the science behind a lot of things. And sleep is one, just one of those. Check out this incredibly informative narration. And there's so many others. Sometimes it's beat sitting on the couch watching Netflix. It's not like we can go out and do a whole lot of things, or at least if you live in Ontario and we're into week, I don't know, six or seven of lockdown 2.0. Whether you want to dig deeper or not, know the one primary piece of information that came out of Walker's class was this. Absolutely no one can thrive on less than seven to nine hours of sleep a night, period. Not my words, but he offers an extremely compelling argument with significant amounts of evidence and research to prove his statement. Definitely a powerful experience where I felt I learned so much more and will never, ever take my sleep for granted. Sleep is truly sacred. I'm so glad you joined us today, and I promise not to wait so long for the next episode. I'm already thinking about topics for the next episode and with the completely virtual kitchen and bath industry show right around the corner, there will be all sorts of new products, discussions and workshops that come from the show and I'm certain there'll be a whole bag of new things to share. There's a reason why I never, I try to never miss the show and will always, there's always one big aha moment or a connection that is made. As always, if you have any questions or a topic you'd like to discuss on future episodes, please leave a comment or send us an email. I am your host, Natalia Pierce, and this is Renovation Secrets Podcast. If you'd like to reach out and connect, you can find us on Facebook at Renovation Secrets or Detail by Design Ottawa, or on Instagram at Detail by Design 15, Twitter, Pinterest, and even House. You can also always send me an email to get your free copy of our Inside Renovations e-book. Until next time, happy renovating.